All right, welcome back to another episode of Tailgate Season presented by the Cold Cans Network. I'm Logan's in here with Jordan. Be sure to give us five stars and a great review, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, I think it's probably, you know, it's ACC podcast. We had some tragic news coming one of our ACC brethren this week. So um, we kind of wanted to just mention here to our listeners that our hearts and prayers go out to the people um, affected with the, the Virginia football tragedy, man. Like, I, that is unimaginable. Um, you know, it, everybody's heard about it uh, in the sports world by now. Um, so, like, we're, we're, we're not going to go into the details of the situation, but just the, the loss of the, of the three lives of those young men on the football team is a tragedy. Um, it, my heart goes out to the families and those affected, man. Like, I, they're definitely being my prayers. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's wild that something as simple as a college campus is, is not, you know, you have to worry about that now. Um, but there's just absolute crazies out there. And we're not going to get into, like you said, the details about it or anything like that. But, you know, I'm sure Saturday will be a big emotional day for Virginia football. The, the game's at home, right? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. Um, or, like we said, you know, maybe they cancel because this is there's things bigger than sports. Yep. This is obviously one of them. But, uh, yeah, my heart and all my prayers go to uh, the University of Virginia and the families affected. Uh, it's, it's, it's tragic, you know. The only details we know is that I paid attention to is the fact that it was a ex football player um, suspect that that shot three other ones. And, you know, that's that's kind of wild to me. That's something you would never expect. You don't want it from anybody, um, but especially the coalition there. And uh, just hopefully one day this world will get a little better because uh, you know with all the stuff going on, we're not we're not going in in the right way as well. So hopefully that can fix. No, you're 100% correct. And like you said, there are some things that are bigger in rivalries, bigger in sports. And this is one of those things because I saw um, the Virginia Tech athletic uh, department put put a their logo in uh, Cavalier orange and it said VT for who's they were. There was a lot of like out, uh, support from their in-state rival, uh, which is cool to see because it's one of those reminders that, you know, it's just a game just a robbery. And um, so it's, it's cool to see little things like that. But, you know, like you said, um, this is just unspeakable tragedy and uh, hearts and prayers go out to, to those affected by that. So. Absolutely. All right. So let's get into the, this week's uh, ACC power rankings. Um, Jordan, why don't you kick it off starting at 14? All right. Let's pull up my list I have here. Um, You know, it's, I feel like, the, the bottom doesn't change. Actually, my bottom does change because I had BC last week. So sorry, Logan. Um, it's good. It's going to change a little bit there. Um, number 14, I have Virginia Tech. Um, I mean, we go through the same stuff every week. It's just not a whole lot to say. They're just um, not very good. Um, number 13, I have UVA. They, uh, <laughs> They started off the game <laughs> with two pick sixes, uh, you know, Brennan Armstrong. I mean, there's not a whole lot <laughs> else to say about that. That's exactly how it was, and it was just an absolute beatdown by Pitt. Yeah, it's a tough hole to climb out of. Yeah, we used to throw two, two passes and two picks. Um, number, uh, number 12, I have Miami. Um, they're – it's just I, – I, I just don't understand how somebody – I mean, I guess he's not going to get fired this first year, um, but just the amount of hopes they had this year. And and now it's just – I think if he has another year like this where he doesn't make a bowl game or something like that, there's no doubt my money's gone. Um, so I think that's something to look out for. Um, number 11, I have BC with a big <laughs> win over your wolf pack. Yeah, um, accurate. <laughs> they they – you know, I, I, I'm sure we talked about this, and you know, I was giving you a hit in, in the group text. But, <laughs> um, yeah, that was definitely not the right call. That's not a pass interference. Even if it is, you don't call that on fourth down by the goal line in the game. You don't put that that especially game in favor game. of a two and seven team. Right? Absolutely not. Should never be called there. Even if it was, I mean, unless it was, he absolutely got mauled. Yeah. There's still there's still no way for that, um, so that was who I got after them. 
at number 11. Uh, then I have uh, Georgia Tech. Um, they, they're just, I don't know, they're struggling. I don't think Sims has played. He, uh, he's out indefinitely um, from, that, team, from team activities right now. I, I, they said he's rehabbing it or his injury or whatever it is. I don't know the situation. I just saw right. today it was announced he's out indefinitely, which, you know, two weeks left. So, Yeah, is it Coach K's indefinitely or? I mean, if that was the case, it'd only be one game. He'll be back for uh, Black <laughs> Friday. He'll be back ready to go. Um, and then or Saturday, if they play Saturday. Um, then at number nine, I have Pitt. Um, you know, they 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 put a whooping on Virginia. Um, I still don't think they're that good. Um, but Slovis has played a little better. Um, coming up, so who knows with them? Um. It's it's just shocking, you know, when you sit back on what we had at the beginning of the year uh-huh. and what has totally unfolded. Because you're right, Carolina hasn't played anybody. But here they are nine and one. They won they the games in it. front of them. They beat Wake Forest. Um, you know, and Wake Forest was supposed to be the big one. And then all of a sudden they lose what, three in a row now? So yeah. it's They're wild. Six and city. four now. <laughs> I mean, me and you talked about we had Pitt. And Miami at the top, yeah, Both of the, the, of the coastal. coastal. They either one could one A, one B, and I mean they're not even close. They're terrible. No. Um, so that's why we play the game, folks. That's why it's not done on paper. Um, then at number eight, I have. Uh, oh wow, I just got weird. Um, number eight, I have Louisville. Um, they play well. And they actually played pretty well for Clemson. Um, I thought, I thought they didn't, um, you know, they didn't give up. They gave a little fight. Then Malik Cunningham got hurt. So you know, take that as it is. And the backup, of course, was nowhere near ready for that. So that's what happens. We'll make him a. Uh, we're kingmakers for backup quarterback. So he'll have a, a career day this Saturday. Yeah, Boston College backup quarterback had a day. Um, we have a long history of of making backups look like studs. So, <laughs> um, number seven still Syracuse. I really don't have a whole lot of shakeup on this, just because I mean it wasn't nothing crazy that went on. Um, seven, I have Syracuse. They're just that I can't. <laughs> I was really hoping that was going to be a hell of a lot better game than it was. That was just the, <laughs> that wasn't even close, man. I, <laughs> I took Syracuse plus the points. And I was like, oh yeah, no problem. Dude, it, it was over by halftime. I mean, Florida State, um, Kyle told you they're better than you think they are. Oh, yeah. Florida State's pretty good. And so that makes it, you know, it's, it is what it is. But we're, uh, Syracuse has firmly gone to the toilet. Yeah. Ever since that, they're, they're, they've gone now. They've it's, come back to earth. Yeah. Cinderella was great for a while. Uh, but just but like St. Peter's, eventually they peter out. <laughs> they peter out. At least the uh, the slipper has broken, and that is done. Uh, number six, I have Duke. Uh, Duke still playing good football. Um, who they got this week? I, I don't know exactly. Not sure. I know they end the season with Wake Forest, so I'm not sure who they have other than that. Say, I mean, as bad as um, Wake Forest is real. Um, number five, I have Wake Forest. You lose three straight. You lost to Carolina with the terrible defense. Um, <laughs> Carolina did make nine and, nine and one Carolina with a Heisman contender at quarterback. But yeah, it was Carolina with their terrible defense. That's right. Let's talk about the negative stuff. I'm a Carolina fan now. You know how we like to. Speak yeah. The negative. Everything goes so horribly for y'all. So everything is just like, woe is me. Boo Tar Heels. <laughs> um, I was. We were me and my brother were listening to the game, going to a uh, one of our buddy's house, and so as we're driving, they pick it off, and I was like, "Okay, Spencer, don't you park this car. Just keep riding." Then they go down and keep. I was like, uh, "The field goal," and so I was like, "We didn't get out of the car until the game was over because we <laughs> we didn't want to uh, mess up the bad juju they had going on there." Um, number four, I have your Wolfpack. Um, they've, they've dropped a little bit. That was a crushing loss. Like I said, the, it should have never been put in the referee's hand. They sh- the referee should have never made that call because that was, you know, that was just a terrible call. 
it changes the whole dynamic of the ball game there. Um, like you said, it's a two and eight team. Um, there, I mean, why, why, why make, why do you have to make the play? Why do you have to call that and end the game? It was a, the thing that annoyed me about it was Drake may, Drake may, God knows, Drake Thomas. Yeah, you got fucking Drake may on the brain now. <laughs> Fuck this season. Um, Drake Thomas yeah. uh, beat the receiver to the ball. His arm wasn't wrapped around his back. Right. He beat him to the ball, and the contact came from hip to hip collision as he batted the ball away. Right. That, at worst, is a 50 50 call. Right. But the flag doesn't come out of the pocket until at least three to five seconds after the play was blown dead and everybody was celebrating. Right. It was a late flag. That was thrown in favor of a two and seven team. On the flip side, well, granted, this would have never been called if if it was Clemson, Ohio State, <laughs> Alabama, and everybody knows that. Um, but on the flip side, it should have never come down to that one play for the game. No, absolutely not. Um, but you know, it was, and well, I Spencer's reaction was like, "Holy shit!" They threw the flag because I was like, "I was like, oh, pi!" I was just, you know, I yeah. was like, but. I didn't really expect it to be thrown at all. I was like, uh, but, uh, it was, and I'm not going to say I was upset about it. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't the right call at all. Um, but you know, it is what it is. And <laughs> now the state just gets worse. Um, number three is Florida state. Um, they beat a Syracuse team. They, they've just been on a roll here since the state laws. Um, They've they've showed up. They played some. They've literally almost blown out every team since that game. Mm -hmm. I mean, they've been pissed off. Jordan Travis is playing better. Like I said, I think he collected his money <laughs> and then got out of town. Um, number two, I have Clemson. Uh, they played pretty. Well. They played Louisville well. Uh, I know Lake Cunningham went out most of the second half, but I mean, they beat Louisville at Louisville. Still a good win, even though you Clemson. Um, I don't really know if you have a shot in the playoffs. Um, we'll see. Uh, depends on what happens in Charlotte also. Um, and number one, I have my boys, Coastal Champs. Um, say what we want, and we have our best shot at beating Clemson in yeah. my mind. Um, you're going to so, beat Clemson, and I'm not even saying that as like trying to jinx it. Like, oh, you're, yeah. No, like seriously, defense is dead. Modern college football, defense doesn't fucking matter. So you have a better <laughs> offense, you're going to win the game. Last well, few weeks of the season, like State has really good defense. BFD, nobody cares. Yeah. Like it's all about offense. And Carolina's offense is more explosive and at least more consistent than Clemson's. Clemson yeah. Carolina's gonna get the first ACC titles in 1980, and I sincerely mean that. Well, so I was I was seeing something. Well, this is my take on it. So, you know, the good defense is like, oh, she uh like for us as guys talking about with women, oh, she has a nice personality. <laughs> you know, she's she's one you take home to mama. But then the if you have a good offense, you know, yeah. then you're like, then you're you're you got a trophy. With you, know? <laughs> you know, you got one you want to show off everywhere. You're not worried about personality. You're not worried about the other stuff. Um, and that's what I like. Everybody loves high scoring games. Everybody loves it. It's a wild ride, just like a toxic relationship. <laughs> yeah, and. uh at one point in my life, I knew a good bit about toxic relationships. Um, <laughs> uh, thank God that part of my life's over. Um, but anyway, those are my power rankings. And uh, I'm anxious to see what you got, if we agree or disagree. Generally, in my actual power rankings, we're basically spot on minus the top. But these are my rankings for this week. 14 is NC State. You blew a 19-point uh, <laughs> favorite at home on senior day. To Boston College, team who lost to now bowl eligible, but they lost to UConn. NC State's fourteenth. Um, number two, Carolina. They're, they're going to win the ACC title this year. It's inevitable at this point. Uh, but you know, hats off to them for playing. They've won the games in front of them. They're nine and one. Offense is fantastic. Drake May is one of the top three best quarterbacks in the country. Uh, they're number two and number one until they beat Clemson. They, I will not put them ahead of Clemson. To be the man, you got to beat the man. Clemson is still the man until Carolina clock strike zero in Charlotte in a, in a few weeks. But 
that's my abridged version because none of the rest in the middle really matters. I agree, though. Florida State's third. Um, in my actual rankings, I got State about fourth or fifth, but for fuck that. They're 14th this week. You know, I do hate to see you get upset about it. I really <laughs> do. Um, now, but- I will say what's th- our, so our, our conference schedule doesn't line up the same every single year or every other year. The only game that's always the end of the year is the Carolina game. I find this incredibly weird how things like this happen in sports. The last time we were a 19 point favorite on senior day and and we were ranked in the top uh, 20 in the CFP 2018, we were ranked 14th in the country CFP 19 point favorite over then a terrible wake forest team with a backup quarterback playing, starting his, uh, that game. It was Jamie Newman. But he was a he was an unknown backup back then. They won on a last second touchdown. You know who the next two games were for NC State at Louisville, at UNC. Wow. State won both. Fast forward four years later, we blew a nineteen where we were a nineteen point favorite. We blew the game to a backup quarterback on a last second touchdown. And our next two games are at Louisville, at UNC. I it's not gonna happen. Things like that, things, trends like that of, of good stuff for us just doesn't c- come to fruition. But I do find it a little strange that yeah, it's uh, kind of eerie. It's, it's, it's kind of eerie. If we beat Louisville, uh, it's one of those dumb and dumber. So you're saying there's a chance. But well, well, well here's what I'm going to do with that, with that tad bit of information. I am going to take it and I'm going to bet the hell out of state money line uh, the Friday after Thanksgiving. Because if we get through, if they Georgia, beat Louisville, right, right, okay, right, that's fair. Yeah, because like, the ne- that that's the next step. You got to beat Louisville if you want to repeat. And you know what? You know what our you know what our final record was in twenty eighteen. Nine and three. If we win these games, you know what we would finish this year? Nine and three. Ah, uh, damn. Let me tell you what. And if you can't, if you can't like sports, man, I don't know what's wrong. With I mean, it's crazy. Because it is weird how it's weird comes up. Yes. Um, but I, I think that, you know, and I, I know I've been saying it, I know I'm crazy, but you know, chaos keeps happening up top mm-hmm. and let Carolina goes at runs the table. They beat Clemson. I'm not saying they're they're I'm not saying they're going to get it, but damn, if they don't knock the door down right at, it, I think, I think they could finish the season at six or seven in the college football. No, yeah, I mean that. Go from if you go from six and seven last year to winning the ACC title this year, it strictly is only because of Drake May. Oh, absolutely, because the coaching staff really isn't any different. If anything, the defense is worse. But you go from your that Sam Al was the greatest quarterback in your program's history until this season, and uh, so uh, you know Gene Chizik has been the defense coordinator the last two coaching teams. Just saying, weird. That's true. Um, but so I got a question for you about the conference, realignment, yeah. a little bit of stuff. Um, so when we, it's all just one conference, correct? Next year, it'll just be the ACC. Yeah. Right? So yeah, there's no division next year. Top two play by win percentage. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> but so by conference win percentage, correct? Yes. Yes. Right. Okay. I was just making sure. I thought that's how it was, but I wanted to be. I just kind of look at how it went during the COVID year in 2020, and that's how they're going to do it. Okay. All right. I was just making sure. I figured that's how it was, which honestly is fair. It is. Yeah, it's fair. It is. Is everybody going to play? What are we going to do? It'll make it more interesting going into the last three weeks of the year, too, because you'll have, like a year like this year, you would have multiple teams that would have been in the hunt going into the last, like, four weeks of the season, whereas it, it really the Atlantic was wrapped up after October, <clears throat> October tenth, right. uh, whenever or whenever it was. I think it was October tenth we played Clemson, and then you guys wrapped it up this week. Uh, I mean, it's just when when you when you have the divisional format, it really is. It, it, if two teams kind of separate kind of early just by two games, it it, yeah. it takes it everything it takes the craziness off the table. Um, I I have no problem with it. Um, we're all going to play, you know, it, it'll probably affect scheduling. 
Um, but yeah, I don't. it will. You got three permanent partners for y'all. It's Virginia, of course, State, and Duke. <clears throat> we or I think it's Virginia, maybe Wake. But of course, even when the divisions go away, our permanent partners are Carolina, Duke, and Clemson. We still have to play Clemson every year. I'm telling you, Jim Valvano sold his soul to the devil. There's yeah. No, well, no it, it's power. because the it hasn't been much of a game in the last 20 years, right? But yeah. there's a long history to the Clemson State game. Um, I mean, it's it's the textile bowl. Textile bowl. There's a trophy that goes to the winner. So it's like there is a it, it is a historic rivalry, but it just hasn't been much of a rivalry in the last two decades. Well, it's like uh, Virginia and Carolina. Yeah. If that would make sense because of the South Holder problem. Yeah. I mean, that would be something that would make sense, even though I'd rather play Lake Forest because they're in North Carolina. But, yeah. you know, it does make sense because Virginia is technically a rivalry. Yeah. Mean, and uh, the so right now, while the it's the South Old, South's oldest rivalry, the uh, or most continuous rivalry or whatever it is, yeah. State and Wake are actually the longest continuous rivalry of in conference because. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the Virginia didn't play in the ACC in the first year of football, right. but that record will be snapped after next year because we play Wake next year. But then the week, the year after, their the schedule flips, and we don't play them next year or the twenty twenty five. So we got one more year to add to that, and then the streak with Wake is over. But I'm not sad to see him go because I can't, I really can't stand them. They're been a thorn in my side for a long time. And she. I completely understand with them. You know, I, I wish we didn't have to play Virginia in basketball. <laughs> um, but let's see. We, uh, I, I think our power rankings were, I mean, you didn't get to the whole list, but at this point, we know who the best, we know who's the worst. Yeah, and everybody else is just about middle of the pack. You could throw, <laughs> throw darts in the middle and determine who, <laughs> who is, uh, <laughs> who's going to be in it. So, but yeah, it's. I mean, look, it's. It should be an entertaining game uh, in December. Yeah, yeah, should. So, I hope so. No, I hope to be Carolina there. better. Carolina better not really hope. They better hope they win out the next two, yeah. just because if they still can get a New Year's Six bowl, even if they lose to Clemson. In the, but if they lose one of the next two, there's a chance you drop down a rung. Right. If you're a uh, three loss team. Unless y'all lose, correct? No, like, <clears throat> well. Yeah, because y'all were the only one up there other than maybe Florida State. Florida State might, but just because of brand power, Florida State. It, now, it all depends on where you finish ranked in the CFP, too. But right. I guarantee Florida you. Florida State's not in it. Yeah, they are. They were, I think they were. They just got in, then? Just got in. But I can promise you, 2018, it happened to us, and it's going to happen to us when it, we're recording this on a Tuesday when it gets released tonight. State won't be in the CFP this week. They're going to go from 16 no. to out. No. So one loss can can affect it drastically. Um, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. So, all right. Well, let's jump into the pick'em for this week. We uh, we have one, two, three, four, five, six games on the slot for you or slate for you. We have ACC, SEC, Big Twelve, Pac Twelve. Got everybody but the conference with the Rutgers because who cares about them? Um, um, Logan, before we yeah. start, I was going to say, and I, this is one of our picks. I don't want to go too much into it. Um, but, you know, we talked about how the, the college football playoffs, the top four, have been have been pretty fair right now. I think we have yeah. no problem with that. I, I agree with it. Um, what I don't like is just the absolute disrespect TCU's getting. They're an undefeated 100%. team. They're an undefeated team. And this week they are a dog mm-hmm. at Baylor. I get that. But what is going they're undefeated. They beat Texas. They beat uh well, Oklahoma shit. <laughs> they beat you know, they they beat everybody. So what why are they just getting absolute shat on here? Because it's TCU, brand brand power. Yeah, and so we could throw in a Ooh, Alabama, you know, we could throw into that or throw in, I mean, not even Tennessee as much. Um, I think Tennessee gets in eventually. Um, but I think that it's just wild to me what the Horn Frogs are getting here. I mean, they, they beat Texas pretty good. 
at Texas, which mm-hmm. is not a tough – And they were a dog game. in that game. Right. And that that in itself is disrespect. I mean, Texas is good, but you they made Ewers look like a total uh, horrific quarterback. I mean, yeah. I watched that game from start to finish, and that was just – that was wild to me. I didn't and, watch that one. My question is, did they knock Ewers out of the game? No. Their streak is broken because they had knocked like six straight quarterbacks out of the game coming into the Texas game. Well, I knew they could score, and I knew coming into that game they could score. I didn't know about their defense because I just haven't watched it. But I was thoroughly impressed with how they stopped uh, the Bajoran guy and how they stopped Ewers and just absolutely had that Texas offense in channels. It was just yeah. it was wild to me. I've never seen it, and I was thoroughly impressed with the defense. Oh, yeah. No, they've been impressive this year. I've I've been – we talked about them and K-State a little bit as like – especially the week they played um, on Miserable and Reckless, the battle of the two purple teams. I'm the only one that took TCU. Uh, the rest of them just didn't believe TCU was any good. I still don't think they believe TCU is any good. But I've been saying for a while, I'm right there with you, Jordan. They're, they've been disrespected. I think TCU is a good football team who realistically can make the playoff. Now, I think they probably will get – Ran out of out of the off the field by Georgia if they have to play yeah. them. I don't know. I, I Ohio State hasn't been overly impressive, so they might could give them a game. I think that I think I, if they somehow end up playing uh, Ohio State, don't be surprised if they don't beat. I really think yeah. you know, they could beat Ohio State. No, uh, I, and, I agree. And you know, we talked since we're going into the pick'em stuff. Hey, got to give a shout out to Andy. Andy PC. <laughs> He picked BC. Oh, yeah, he did. He he made sure to somehow bring that up on last night's episode of Country and Cold Cans, available on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, and Stitcher. He um he mentioned how he was on this um podcast last week and how he picked it right. And uh, Andy got lucky. He got lucky. He hasn't watched maybe a, but a three quarters of a college football game all year. But Andy. You know, didn't overthink it, and he's just like NC State's going for a school record, and they're ranked 16th, and things have been going well. Oh yeah, this is when the other shoe drops. He wasn't wrong. No, uh, that shoot, he wasn't <laughs> wrong. Shoot. Oh darn! Hey, hey, I was the only one to pick Carolina. Yeah, just so we know. I was more of just trying to have some self fulfilling prophecy more than anything, but I will say the Tar Heel fans really should thank me. <laughs> And the reason they should thank me is because I quit watching that game when Carolina went up by a couple scores. I was like, screw this game. I got better things to do in my uh, angry state that I was in Saturday night. I came home, laid on my couch, and I ordered some two McChickens and two large Coca-Colas from McDonald's and had a DoorDash to the house. Then I decided I haven't been miserable enough tonight with that game against Boston College, so I Googled the score to the Wake Forest Carolina game. Well, son of a bitch, Wake Forest was winning. I was like, all right, I got to turn it on TV. As soon as I turned on the TV, Carolina gets the ball back, and I was just like, they're re- as soon as I said, I'm going to, I'm going to, me watching is going to help them win, and uh, I'll be damned if that didn't happen. Carolina ended up pulling out another close one, as they've done all year. They are ridiculously good in close game situations this year. So I really think the Tar Heel faithful really have me to thank your, your esteemed host here on tailgate season for that win. Because if I had not turned the TV on, the Deeks would have won. Well, then I, I'll, I'll congratulate you. Thank <laughs> you. I appreciate it. Um, in fact, I hope you watch the Georgia Tech game. Uh, but I'm going back to Keenan this weekend as I'm mowing one. So who knows? Maybe I need to stay away from Keenan. Uh, well, if y'all lose this weekend, you better make sure you're in the stadium on Black Friday. And just James White, if you listen, don't bring the damn vacuum. I told Callie, I said, nope, better not be coming. James said that he can't bring it, but he didn't say. He told me that uh, me and Drew, because Drew's going. He said that I was. I've said that I'm not going to take it. He goes, but I never said that you and Drew couldn't come by and pick it up and take it to the game. I said. We'll see what we can do. Hey, so was was the last game that maybe you guys is the last game that Drew was there was the Geo punt? Mm, no, he went. He went with he went in twenty. So that was twenty twelve. He went again in twenty fourteen. 
the game where Jacoby Brissett ran all over y'all to a tune of 35 to seven win. Okay. Well, I was going to hope that was his last time at Keenan because uh, <laughs> all, all I look over and see is, is uh, I'm in the student section and all I see is Drew Bennett giving me the double middle finger. <laughs> and I was just like, I was like, damn, he's got us and I can't really do anything back. But as soon as Gio ran it back, I was just giving him the double middle finger right back. Uh, but I'm, I'm so glad that happened. And if it happens again, I won't be upset. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. But all right. Speaking of TCU, let's start with that game. <clears throat> TCU at Baylor. Jordan, as Jordan said, TCU's been very disrespected lately. TCU is a two-point underdog traveling to Waco, Texas, take on Baylor. Who you got, Jordan? I think I already know. Yeah, I mean, if, you, if you've heard my conversation, I'm taking TCU money line. Um, they're good. I know Baylor's defense is pretty good, but uh, TCU's defense shut down some teams, and I'm, I'm thoroughly impressed with their defense from watching them. Now they might shit the bed and you know have that letdown game and make me eat crow, but I, I'm going with the Horn Frogs winning that game. I'm right there with you, Horny Frogs all the way. Uh, the team in purple been very impressive this year. I'm riding with them until they they have the lay an egg. And so far, last I checked in science class, frogs don't lay eggs. Maybe they do. Actually, I don't know. I'm not in the science. Horn Frogs all the way. They win. After I said that, I was like, they might lay eggs. I don't know what they, amphibians do. Well, they do because they turn into tadpoles. As a biology major, as a minor, I do know that. Oh, there you go. Trust the science, folks. Um, all right. Uh, <laughs> next up, Ole Miss at Arkansas. Ole Miss is traveling, and they are a three-point dog on the uh, – no, three-point favorite on the road against the Hogs. So, who you got, Hottie Toddy or the Hogs? We got Hottie Toddy. Uh, they look very impressive. Against, I know Bama's not Bama this year, but they did look they they should have won that ball game. Um, but of course, Nick Saban pulls it out like he usually does. Um, he was five and zero covering the spread after a loss, Nick Saban. And of course, what do I do? I take the bait. So I lost money on that game. Um, so thanks a lot, Lane Train. Uh, the one time I don't bet with you, you you, you make me regret it. But uh, I'm back in the lane frame here and I'm going to Ole Miss by three to cover. Yeah. I, uh, realistically, they lost last week, but it was an impressive showing from them. So I'm staying on the lane train and I think this is going to be a quasi bounce back game and they get the win on the road as an underdog. Hotty toddy. All right. <laughs> NC state off a of demoralizing lost to the worst team in the ACC, Boston College, are on the road going to Louisville, Kentucky to take on the Cardinals. The Cardinals are now a five-point favorite. Why is that important? Because just a day and a half ago, it was three points. Um, I do think that there are rumors going around that uh, the starting center, our tight end, and our uh, quarterback, MJ Morris, all could potentially not be playing. Rumors around that MJ Morris hurt his knee in the game against BC. Um, the depth chart has them all playing, but the depth chart is notoriously misleading in under the dorm regime. So, Jordan, who you got? Pack versus Cardinals. Um, I think, you know, Malik Cunningham is, was banged up. He missed the whole second half of this game. I think he's going to be – if he's going to be playing, probably not 100%. Um, so give me for the safety. Nope, nope. You know what? We're not going safe because we don't do safe here. It's like in golf when we play golf. Nobody likes a layup. Nobody likes to play it safe. We ain't playing if, basketball. No. If if you're in a par five and you know you got a chance to go green and two, let's not hit that sand wedge, pitcher wedge. Let's just go for it. So I'm gonna go with actually state money line. State winning this ball game. And uh, that's what I'm going with here because I just honestly think that State's defense is going to be able to shut down the backup quarterback because he didn't look effective. Even if Malik Cunningham plays, I think that, uh, you know, State shut down Jordan Travis and he's a mobile quarterback, dual threat. And so I think that it happens here again, even if uh, Cunningham plays. So I'm going to go with the Wolfpack winning this ball game. 
after last week, I'm very down again. I think, as I said a few weeks back, March to seven and five, March to seven and five, March to seven and five. Knowing how things go for us, Grant Gibson will be out. Trent Penix will be out and MJ Morris will be out. We'll be back to playing either Jack Chambers or the fourth string quarterback, Ben Finley. So Cardinals cover uh, the five point spread and easily win by seven to 10 points. Defense is a, is a thing of the past. Doesn't matter. Offense wins games. And we have a, a weird knack for making backup quarterbacks look like all Americans. So Cardinals win this one going away. All right. Now over to the Big 12. We got Bedlam, a series that will not be continuing here very short, very soon. Uh, OK State is traveling to Oklahoma, and the Sooners are a seven-point favorite at home. All right, Hargrove, what you got? I don't – you know, it's, it sucks for the fans. I'm sure it sucks for this because it, it's literally Oklahoma State versus Oklahoma, and for that not to be genuine is a, is a big – is an issue for me. Um, I just I, I think that's that sucks as a fan um, to have that rivalry not coming anymore. Um, so I'm going to go with uh, Oklahoma to win. I don't think they go. Um, I've been on the OK State train all year, and they've had a couple of a rough few weeks here. But as Mike Gundy said, when everybody started asking him about the Bedlam series not being continued, and he said, "Don't don't blame us." It's not like we had any say in this. I think Mike Gundy's going to run the dog on the Sooners. I think the Cowboys are going to be uh, going to be definitely uh, taking this one. And what I th- this is the, what the last year of the Bedlam series, right? Because aren't they going Oklahoma's yeah. SEC next year, right? Yeah. Yep. So he's going to send them back into the SEC. Um, give me the pokes. At least I hope the pokes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, n- next up, a little bit of Pac-12 action. Utah, they're traveling to a very resurgent and, you know, not out of the playoff picture, I would say, maybe. Oregon team with Bo Nix, who's been killing it lately. Oregon's three-point favorite at home. What you think? I'm probably going to regret it because, you know, how I feel about <laughs> Oregon. Uh, they – they have screwed me so many times. Um, but, you know, this year, they didn't they just lose? Didn't they just lose last week? Maybe not. Who? Uh, Oregon. Oregon? Maybe they did. I didn't pay attention to Oregon last week. Let me see. Um, but either way, I think it's just, you know, Utah's, you know, we had such high hopes for them um, this year. You did. You picked them actually to win the Pac-12, I think. That I did. Um, at the beginning. No, um, you were correct. They are out of the playoff picture as far as I'm concerned because Oregon did lose last week 37-34 to Washington. So, yeah, that was one of those chaotic things that had to go with Carolina favor to backdoor in. Um, <laughs> so I was I was fine with that. Um, but I don't see them losing twice. It's back at uh, the whatever zoo they call it um, at Oregon. Um, so I'm going to go with the Ducks covering obviously means they win the game. So that's my pick for that game. Just like I picked Oklahoma State, I picked Utah. And I don't like picking Oregon either. So to hell with it, I'm not going to. I'm sticking with my preseason pick, even though they won't win the conference. They're winning this week. Give me the Utah. Me and you have a lot of differences this week. And I yeah, I, w- I wanted to make it a little more fun this week. All right, we have a battle of the teams that play in the Rose Bowl. Um, neither can really fill it out, but God knows UCLA definitely can. But it's a ranked matchup. We have the Scotty McCreary lookalikes, Lincoln Riley, and the USC Trojans playing UCLA, and they are a two and a half point favorite. Technically a road game, but yeah, what does that mean in this series? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I- you give me USC's offense against a lot of teams, I'm going to take that. So I'm definitely going with uh, USC to win and cover. Um, I just <laughs> – I feel like that it's just wild to me that 
you know, that offense has even stumbled. Um, they, <laughs> when you have, you have Caleb Williams, right? And the, that's the quarterback for them. And you yeah. have, uh, what's the guy that transferred the uh, receiver? Oh, from uh, Pitt, uh, Jordan Addison. Yeah. I get him and the AT guy from uh, Wake Forest. AT Perry. Yeah. Um, but with those, they, they could put up on anybody. So I'm going to go with uh, USC to win and cover because I think that they can just outscore whoever. It doesn't matter. Now, in this game, it's it's weird talking about a Pac-12 team like this, but UCLA is a team that can punch somebody in the mouth. They're a very physical football team. But I still haven't forgiven UCLA for that bullshit they pulled uh, yep. last year in the Holiday Bowl. Yep. Holiday Bowl. They're scumbags as far as I'm concerned. So give me USC. I do think USC wins. And I also agree I think they cover, but it won't get out of hand because USC for this season has refused to blow teams out. And I think that trend continues of them winning, the, uh, them winning, but not winning by a lot. Um, give me the Trojans in this matchup. Trojans yeah. also cover, but not a blowout. All right. Well, that's our slate for this week. Do you have any other games of interest or any other uh, mortal locks for the people out there in podcast land? Um, no, not really. You know, we talked about this earlier with it being a uh, more of a crazy um, slate that you know, never gets out of hand. Um, I, I'm looking at the slate now. Um, you know, you got Carolina, the ACC at least. You have Carolina yeah. 21. I just, I, I don't see it being 21. Um, but I digress. Um, Duke and Pitt. I, I do kind of. That's like an that. interesting one. That's an interesting game. Yeah. And so I don't, the, the line right now is seven and a half. Um, as we look at it today, um, for Pitt as a favorite, I don't think it is a. I don't think it's going to be that. I think Pitt wins, but I don't think Pitt covers. Um, what's your take on that? I don't. So Duke in football this year has been like, or for me, is for like Oregon for you. Every time I pick them to win, they lose. Every time I pick them to lose, they win. So I, I think my head tells me that I think Pitt does win. But it wouldn't surprise me if Duke wins. I'm picking – I would pick Pitt, which means the Blue Devils will likely win. That's um, just how it's been every time I've tried to pick Duke football this year. Well, so, I mean, it's, it's the way – it's one of those that I don't – you know, we always – in gambling, we talk about the hook, and it's always the half. And, you know, sure, Pitt could win by seven, but when you add the half in there, then it makes it to a whole nother score. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that can happen. Um, I know it's at Pitt, and you get three points to that. But I just – I don't see that happen. I don't see that covering. Um, I just don't – I think Duke's too good of a team to be beat by two scores by this Pitt team that's pretty bad. And, um, and if Cutcliffe was still the coach, even if Duke was playing well, I would say it's a it's a lock that Pitt, for Pitt money line. He right. struggled with Pitt. He's not the coach anymore. So we don't really know how – this is Mike Elko's first uh, head coaching game against the Panthers. So, it, like, Duke's history against Pitt, I don't know how much it really plays into effect here. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I agree with you. I, I don't see how – I just you don't know. They struggled a little bit at the beginning with Virginia Tech. Duke did, but they obviously pulled away late pretty good. Same um, with BC. Yeah. So I don't see it. I don't see this as a two-score ball game. So, you know, if I had to pick, I'd say Pitt wins, but I don't say they cover. Um, another one that is the prime time game on ACC Network is Syracuse Wake Forest, and um, Wake Forest is a ten-point favorite. Wake um, can't lose four in a row, can they? No, hell no. I, I just don't think they will. But I didn't think they lose three in a row. Yeah. Well, I don't think. I think at home again, you just lost. You're not going to lose back-to-back at home. I don't see this Wake Forest team doing it. Um, so I, I think Dave Clawson is too good of a coach for all this to happen. So I'm going to go with uh, – I'm actually going to go with Wake Forest uh, winning and covering because I just think the Syracuse team is reeling right now, and I don't see them doing a whole lot with it, um, to be fair, even though um, – Wake Forest defense is very suspect to be to be nice about it, but I, I just see Wake Forest winning and covering. Please, does does Wake have <clears throat> three losses or four right now? 
Well, let's see. They've lost three straight, so they at least have that. I think. I think it's uh. So it's been four because they lost to Clemson too. Yep. So it's four losses. So and there's four conference losses. Yeah. So, fun fact about Dave Clawson. Dave Clawson is a coach that is very, very good for Wake Forest. I think he's arguably pound for pound the best coach in the ACC, not named Dabo. But he's an awful November coach. He, Since he's been at Wake Forest, he has had precisely one season with a winning conference record, and that was last year. Every other year, it's been 500 or worse. He's guaranteed to have a 500 or worse season. He has to win out to go 4-4. Four and four. Yeah. I think they went out and they go 4-4, four and four, but I don't think they blow out Syracuse. Just because Wake just struggles in November, last year notwithstanding, for whatever reason. I do think they win, but I, I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Logan, as you were talking, the college football playoffs have been released for this thing. Florida State has moved all the way up to 19. Yep. Uh, which is it. fair. Um, Carolina's moved up to 13. Uh, fair. That's, that's really – I mean, they're going in the other way, so I don't know exactly what's coming from now. But as of right now, they're on 11. But um, I think that's I, – I can't – any of those rankings right now, I have no problem with as no. it stands right now. Um, Oregon dropped back six spots to 12. Um, Ole Miss dropped back three spots. That's pretty fair to 14 behind Carolina. Um, sneaky is, from looking at this, is Penn State. You know, I, he, I didn't just think. hanging around. They're, they're in 11. Yeah, right now, mm-hmm. I think that's pretty fair too. They're sneaky good right now, and they're making a whole lot of headway on uh, certain teams. So watch out for them in the Big Ten doing some things. I don't think they can beat you know Ohio State or Michigan. Yeah, uh, they did lose to Michigan, I do believe, and maybe Ohio State. I, I don't exactly know their whole schedule, but um, it's it's pretty wild to me to see. So far, I have no complaints with the college football playoffs, even the new ones. Here we go. Um, your Utah Utes are 10. Um, and then, of course, they're going to take forever, like the Slugmanship and basketball to figure it out. But I'm assuming NC State dropped out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there it goes. We had the, the fourth or fifth longest active uh, weeks in a row ranked in the CFP. And um, that's another streak that got snapped, the home winning streak and the – Consecutive weeks, active weeks in the ranked in the CFP snap because of Boston College. Oh no, it's terrible. Clemson moved to nine. That's pretty fair. Yeah, um, they're they're going to do what they can. If if that if you win the next two, it's probably fair. But they're going to do what they can to try to have a top ten matchup for the ACC championship game. ESPN is going to want that. Yeah. Well, you know, Carolina beats Georgia Tech in this chaos. Like, yeah, college football has been. They could move. I could see Carolina moving up to 10 if they beat Georgia Tech and some other teams fall um, in front of them. I could see that happening. Because now you're going to have a Utah team and an Oregon team this week. And that makes it very. That's another issue. That's 11 versus 10. Alabama moved up to eight. Um, I, <laughs> I think that's still fair. Um, yeah. They only have, uh, well, they have two losses. You know, so they're not getting in. No, no. I mean, it'd have to be some crate. If if the craziest stuff we've ever seen happens and they the Alabama makes their way up to about five or six, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. They're about one of the only two lost teams I could see the committee trying to squint their eyes, turn their head to the left, and find a reason to put them in. Yeah. And I, I know this is all, you know, if you're listening to this podcast weeks down the road, it doesn't matter. But for right now, our listeners that are listening going up, is it is pretty wild to see it as it's revealing. Um, I, I didn't see who exactly was seven, but of course, you know, the top six through one is going to take forever to get through. But, yeah. Um, anyway, as of right now, I have no problem with college football playoffs. Things, and I it's don't been think solid this year. I can't, I don't really have any complaints with them. I mean, I, I hate dropping state out, but it's because of who we lost to the right. precedent being dropped out after a loss like that or whatever, but went from 16 to unranked. Yeah, that's a big fall. It's a huge fall. Um, but lost if you to a 10 Carolina, and 7 team, so. You beat Carolina, you beat Louisville, you jump back in it. I mean, yeah, I mean, if, you, if we finish 9-3, and three, we'll finish the season ranked. But 
We'll see. Either way. But be sure to check out the website, ColdCansNetwork.com, for blog content, ColdCansNetwork.com slash shop for uh, merch. We have a brand-new Tailgate Season T-shirt that's available. It's a, um, one of those very, very comfortable comfort colors t-shirts uh the tailgate season logo is emblazoned on the back the cold cans country and cold cans logo on the front um and we also have just unveiled about five or six brand new country and cold cans hats we have trucker hats we have dad hats and for all you hipsters out there probably more of you listening to country and cold cans than this but for all you hipsters out there we have the hipster camper hat each um each one of those hats are up to like nine different colors uh color options you can pick from Brand new logo unveiled um, on that as well for those hats. Check those out. Um, be sure to give us five stars and a great review wherever you get your podcast, Apple uh, Podcasts or Spotify. Uh, click the Spotify description. Click the link. Give us a up to one minute voicemail. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. We might even play it on the show. Um, um, Logan, I got something to add to that. If yeah. you're not one of our immediate friends, <laughs> uh, this that just somebody that listens to the podcast and you leave us a voicemail, 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 voicemail. I will personally buy you a hat. So, oh, uh, there we go. Yep, I will. If you're one of those that listening out of state or in state or somebody who you know that doesn't know me or Logan from a hill of beans, um, if if you leave a one minute voicemail at least, uh, then or close to it, thirty seconds at least. If you just tell us to go fuck ourselves, <laughs> I don't care. Um, I, I will personally buy you a hat of your choice. We'll reach out to you from either the uh, cold can uh, pick them or country and cold cans. And Logan will let me know who that is. And I'll have no problem buying you a hat of your choice. There the you Christmas go. Spirit. I'm feeling Christmas spirit here. There you go. It's Christmas season. You know, you all it takes is a up to one minute voicemail. You get a free hat. <laughs> it doesn't sound like a there's a better deal out on the Internet, if you ask me. But uh, for, uh, for this episode of Tailgate Season, that's Tailgate SZN, available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, where it's always a bad day to be a beer, presented by the Cold Cans Network. I'm Logan, sitting here with Jordan. We will see you next time.